Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about how much coronavirus is costing. Coronavirus became an issue for Americans over three months ago. We've endured lockdowns, which are gradually being lifted, and we've plunged into the deepest recession any of us have ever known. New Jersey, where I live, has been hit harder than anywhere in the U.S., apart from neighboring New York City. I have friends who've gotten sick, and it's unpredictable. Someone I know who I think is low risk wound up in hospital, while another friend with two pre-existing conditions had a very mild case. In New Jersey, at one point, the lockdown was so severe that even walking in a park or a forest was illegal. Executive orders from our governor became the rule. And in the early days, when we knew very little, you give him the benefit of the doubt on many things, although closing the parks and forests was still wrong. But even now, more than three months in, executive orders continue to be issued with no transparency around why or what data they're looking at. In fact, I've been surprised to learn just how much freedom the government can take away in America. A couple of weeks ago, my wife and I headed south. We just wanted to experience a bit more freedom. So we flew to Charlotte, North Carolina, and rented a car to drive farther south. Just eating out in a restaurant was exciting. Life wasn't completely normal, but it hadn't stopped either. Nobody we spoke to knew anyone who'd gotten sick, but plenty knew someone who'd lost their job because we'd shut down the economy. Museums were closed, but most stores were open. You could walk around. And I quite like being called y'all. Southern people have such good manners. There's plenty of forecasts telling us our life won't be the same until we have a vaccine. Working from home seems to be generally working out, although I think it's as good as it will be right now. Because we recently worked in the same office with the colleagues we now see on Zoom, we already have working relationships with them. But gradually that will change as people move. We'll need to find ways to get people together, even if it's for one day a week. Detailed discussions or training aren't going to go as well online. Schools had to quickly move from in-person to online classes. And the verdict is in that online learning is an extremely poor substitute for the real thing. The economic impact and the increase in debt have been huge. The federal government has provided $3 trillion of stimulus so far, which is why the economy is rebounding so quickly. But we're borrowing a huge amount of money. And that's something that I don't think gets enough attention. The bill is going to come due. Higher taxes are guaranteed. We've taken a fiscal outlook that was already bad and shifted it to a disastrous one. Interest rates are low, so for now it's cheap, but it won't be long before the federal budget deficit becomes a concern again. States like New York and New Jersey are also in a terrible position, most of which is the result of spending too much money before coronavirus. In fact, the cynic in me suspects that some of these liberal governors like Phil Murphy in New Jersey have maintained a chokehold on the economy with little regard for the consequences. 
They've held those somber press conferences reporting deaths, but they haven't given any thought to the businesses that have been wrecked and the stress and suffering that the shutdown has caused because they'll just tax us even more to pay for it. There's a concept called quality adjusted life years, Q-A-L-Y, quality. It sounds crass, but it's the value government economists place on one more year of a healthy life. It's used in all kinds of areas where spending money on safety or on better drugs has a benefit. If you have to choose between spending money on two different ways of improving lives, quality helps in deciding where a dollar spent or a trillion dollars has a greater impact. In America, estimates of the value of one quality, so that's one year of quality adjusted life, range from 50 to $150,000. So it's worth roughly $100,000 to gain one more year of healthy life for one person. The federal government has spent $3 trillion so far. That's equivalent to giving 10 more years of life to 3 million people who would have died otherwise. So far, 117,000 people have died, which is terrible. And nobody knows how many more would have died. But we've spent enough to give 3 million people 10 more years of life. Well, of course, if you know you're one of the 3 million, it's money well spent. But as a society, I'd say we've spent a lot. We need to start getting people back to work just as quickly and safely as possible. Because the calculation that I've just gone through doesn't include what the states have spent. And it doesn't include all of the losses small businesses have incurred, all the restaurants and the mom and pop stores that have been closed. We've been spending a heck of a lot of money. And it's time we had a bit more balance in how we look at things, because no country, not even America, can afford to go on at this rate. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lapp.